Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, just before we start, just to let you know, there are a few minor technical sound issues that happen in this podcast. It kind of goes in and out a little bit during not that much. It doesn't ruin the whole experience, I hope. And it does die off in the last 40 minutes or so. There are no issues from there. So I apologize for that in advance. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy the show. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. Shooting up your butthole. The Weekly Planet. The Weekly Planet. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Weekly Planet, official podcast of comicbookmovie.com. My name is James. With me is Nick Mason. Mr. Mace. Hello, listeners. It's what's, good to be here. What's news with you, Mason? Uh, oh, I'm caught up on Arrow. Are you caught up on Arrow? I'm caught up on Arrow. It's a good show. It is a good show. Uh, that's the, I'm actually I'm finally caught up on some sort of pop culture. <laughs> I did it. I did it, guys. I got to the end of something. <laughs> it only took you how many weeks that shows me. How many? I did yes. like 16 episodes in a day, like quite recently. Jesus. So it's pretty good. I, th- I do think, though, like I've been enjoying it. Yeah. But... They they have they've clearly set up. There's going to be superpowers in this in yeah. this season. They've set up like the miracle miracle drug, and they've set up, you know, the the particle accelerator has gone off, and so clearly Barry Allen's going to be the Flash, and there's going to be more kind of super freaks in Central City or whatever. Are you excited for the Flash pilot? Yes. Yeah. I think what what they've what has happened is they've gone okay. We got we got the market research back from 2011, and it turned out that people found that the least interesting part of the Avengers was the guy with the arrows. So. <laughs> We've we've really miscalculated here. We could have been doing anything and it would have been better. So. He's great though. I do reckon he's a good character. He is, yeah. In the yeah. comics and, and the show, obviously. Mm. But yeah, I've been reading some of his... Um, there's a run that's, that's... His current run is really, really good. There you go. I'm a few behind, but yeah, check it out or don't. You're a few behind. Look at you. I'm way caught up. No, I mean, I'm the Just comic. Yeah, okay, right. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm up on the show. All right, fine. You do you suck. have news? Do you have... I got, I've got movie news. Mm, do you have personal news though? Nah. Mm. I don't have anything. Okay, fine. That's Sorry. Yeah. I should have thought of something before, but uh, Australia Day's coming up. Okay. So, you know, that's good, I guess. Not news. Oh, yeah. Barbecues. Okay. okay, that is news. Racism. Yeah. Okay, good. It's great. Australia Day. Yep. Barbecues and racism. Mm-hmm. Did you watch the Golden Globes? No. Me neither. Who won? Who who took away the Dunno. Big... Okay, good. <laughs> just thought I'd bring it up. Fantastic. Moving just, on? Just in case I had a huge run on... <laughs> Huge round. They got really angry about the Golden Globes. For yeah, some that's it. Yeah. Exactly. What were you saying? Somebody sent in a, an email. Yes. That apparently... And I was an email. It was a comment that, uh-huh. about you that says every four episodes you flip out over something. Uh-huh. Something so episode, inconsequential. Episode, sure. Yeah. Something inconsequential. Four, eight, twelve. And last week was sixteen. And, and I you missed did, it. you didn't flip out sixteen. Well, do you think I should 
you know, tell you what, throughout the episode, I don't feel particularly inclined to flip out. You but, seem pretty calm. But I think what I'll do is I'll attempt to force one by the end of the episode. <laughs> okay, cool. But like a doubly bad one. Just, yeah. Just... Just to make up for it. Absolutely. Yeah. Good, good. Mm-hmm. You know, you probably don't can't see this, but there's a, the car parked outside. Mm-hmm. The light reflection is shining right in my face, and I'm going to close the curtain. Should we switch it's... seats, and I'll become increasingly enraged throughout the episode? <laughs> That's not a bad idea. I'm going to edit this out, me getting up and closing the curtain. Fantastic. I'm not. No. What a disaster. <laughs> From beginning to end. That's better. It's much darker in here on this beautiful sunny day. More dank. Yeah. Good. All right. Now, there is some very brief Shia LaBeouf news. Why? I don't know. It's very brief. Okay. There's a video of him online. This is all I'm going to say where they say that Shia LaBeouf headbutts a guy in London uh-huh. for making fun of his girlfriend's mother or saying something. But it's not really Did a head... he fly to London specifically headbutt <laughs> he the guy? may have. Because I'm impressed by that if that's the case. <laughs> but uh, basically, it's not really a headbutt though. It's just a nudge. He just kind of like nuzzles his, him with his head. Oh, so it's more a case the guy's bigger than him. and he just The guy was like sitting down and kind of... looked like he was kind of ignoring him. It's a weird so it's kind video. of a Homer Simpson... Yeah, kind of it's kind of like that. Head nudge some guy. Yeah. Some guy, yeah. So, the, you know. The stampy situation. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Check it out or don't. Mm. It's not that interesting. No. Golden Globes, though. Oh, yeah. No, okay. I'm not doing okay. that. Okay. Um, I've got Avatar news. Now, you loved Avatar, didn't you? No. Nope. Ambivalence. <laughs> did you see it at the cinema? Yep. Well, of course. Everybody Ambivalence. Did. Yeah. I saw it twice. 3D gave me a headache. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, did you? I, I remember I just got back from overseas and I was super jet lagged. And the next day I went, I'm gonna go see Avatar. Uh huh. And I and I did, and I didn't enjoy it. I didn't hate it, but I'm like, I'm not I'm not really into this. I'm like, I must be tired because uh-huh. I nearly fell asleep as well. And you've had some sleep since then. <laughs> what are your thoughts? <laughs> I've had some sleep. So I went back and saw it a couple of days later, fully refreshed. And like ten minutes in, I'm like, I've made a massive mistake. This is a really long movie. See, that's I... how James Cameron makes all his money. That's how he affords his own personal submarine. Yeah. Jet-lagged people seeing his movie once, recovering, and then seeing it again. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So there you go. So but... without people like you, no T-1000, no, no. submarine. Oh, man. Mm. I don't want that. No. Yeah. No sex in a car for well, the Leo. Good... <laughs> the, good, the good news is James Cameron's next three films are Avatar sequels. I don't know if you're aware of that. Fantastic. That's been confirmed before, but it was also confirmed that Zoe Saldana and Sam Worthington, Australia's own, mm-hmm. have signed on for those three films. They're going to be coming out 2016, 17, 18 in December of those years. Film back to back? Yes. Mm, right. And side to side. Ooh. But, um, I mean, it's, it's a good position, the December, because that's where the, that's where the Lord of the Rings made all this money. That's why Avatar, I believe, made as much money as it did. First of all, because it was the first massive 3D kind of uh-huh. thing. Kicked off that whole clusterfuck that is 3D. Uh-huh, yep. <laughs> and you've got not a lot of competition because I remember around that time the other big movie was Sherlock Holmes, the first one, uh-huh. which is an okay movie. Yeah. But and it, uh, Sherlock Holmes did well, but um, Avatar had that huge run and like it's like an open field to run in and people yeah, yeah, yeah. go back. And it's and a different say, demographic too. And uh, histori- like historical kind of romp kind of action films never really do well. No. Like Sherlock Holmes, The Shadow, The Phantom, none of those. <laughs> but Sherlock Holmes got that sequel, yeah, Sherlock yeah. Holmes, A Game of Shadows! Did you, did you see those movies? I saw the first one and some of the second one. Yeah. Second one's better, but okay. they're not a patch on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Guy Ritchie, you know? Yeah, I get it. Mm. Mm. Guy Ritchie fan? Um, Lockstock? Like swept, Lockstock Snatch? Swept Away? No. <laughs> With Madonna? No. Rock and Roller? Didn't see it. Paycheck? That was a Ben Affleck film, yes, I know. and he didn't direct it. He didn't direct it, yes. Uh, I, I didn't see Revolver either. Apparently yeah. that's nonsense. Yeah, I've heard. Because that got delayed for a very long time. Yeah, yeah well, I tr- attempted to make it a workable film yeah. with an actual plot. 
But no, I didn't say it. Didn't or happen. Rock and Roller. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. Ew. Um, Johnny Depp. Yes. I like to refer to him as John Depp. Yep. Or Jonathan J- J- Depp. J- Depp. Yep. It's a weird of his name. Is Johnny your... D. <laughs> Old Johnny D. Is that could re- be anyone. Do you reckon his real name is John Depp? Like his parents named him like John? Like Jonathan Depp. Like John. John. Get your school bag, John. Yeah. Yeah, Jonathan Depp. Good. Yeah. 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 Apparently that he has been approached for Doctor Strange. Uh-huh. Right? Can you see him as Doctor Strange? I can see him as that, but... He's not whimsical enough. Doctor Strange or Johnny Depp. <laughs> no, Doctor Strange is not whimsical enough for Johnny Depp. That's how it's actually, yeah. See, I I feel they're going to attempt to Jack Sparrow the character. Yeah. Because that's all he is now, surely. Yeah. Like, all his box office draw is, is Jack Sparrow. Yeah. Like, if you take, if you just take short-haired, what is it, Nick of Time, Johnny Depp. <laughs> Nick of, good ball, yeah. That's the, that's the <laughs> n- least Jack Sparrow, Johnny Depp I can think of. Uh... And you just give him great the temples and a mustache, he he would look pretty Doctor Strange. But I think they're going to try and give him dreads and rings, and, yeah, and tattoos and all that sort of yeah. stuff. Yeah, and a funny walk. Ah, uh, yeah, maybe like a skippy kind of a hoppy walk. <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh-huh. He'd be up there with Robert Downey Jr. in yeah. terms of the money that I probably have to pay him. Uh huh. But because uh, Disney owned pirates, yep. and Disney obviously owned Marvel, uh-huh. so I wouldn't put it wouldn't put it past them to put him in. Isn't but that I, weird that? Johnny Depp and Robert Downey Jr. John Depp. John Depp, sorry. JD. Uh, Johnny Depp Salinger. Yes. That's, that's where he got the name. Um, that they've become such huge box office drawers when, like, 10 years ago, they were just doing, like, middling. Very middling kind of drama, kind of. Yeah. Not even any. Just... Johnny Depp was in Chocolate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And now he's running on the back of a big stone wheel or something, <laughs> you know? Being chased by the natives? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I don't know. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Jack Sparrow, eh? Yeah. Well, you know, because Iron Man is kind of Robert Downey Jr.'s thing. Yep. I saw a very interesting comment about Iron Man. And it very, and it okay, ran... but it better be very interesting. It's so interesting. Uh-huh. I can't remember who said it, so I apologise to the first on comic book movie who said this. It might have been me. It probably was. Get ready for a big apology <laughs> if it's me. That um, he's... He doesn't... He just... He doesn't really play... The character Iron Man, oh Tony Stark, because Tony Stark in the comics is very different from. That's true, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's kind of more stoic and like he's the drunk and whatever, but he's uh-huh. not kind of a wacky. He's not smart... loving being the drunk no. ultimately. He's yeah. not a wacky kind of smart yeah, yeah, ass yeah. guy, uh-huh. which is true, I think. Yeah, but um, that's interesting, don't you think? That's true. It, um, I'm not sure where the wacky party uh, character came from, but apparently, like in terms of like being a visionary and being like a you know a technological kind of future seer or what have you. He, that part of the character is based on Elon Musk, who's the guy who created PayPal. Right. Who then sold PayPal for like $2 billion, and now he makes space rockets. <laughs> That's everyone's dream. And maybe he invented the Tesla, the electric car? Really? This guy's got a lot behind him. Huh. Yeah. And he's based on that? He's based on Elon Musk, yeah, that yeah, guy. Yeah, in fact, he appears that. in Iron Man 2. Really? Yeah, when they, they go to Monaco, Yeah. and Tony Stark and Pepper... Go into there's like a restaurant. Oh yeah, and then uh, and there's a guy stands up and he's like, "Oh, Mr. Stark, uh, I'm thinking about making an electric jet." Ooh. That's Elon Musk. Ah, oh, he doesn't actually talk like that. I've just <laughs> given him a weird British voice. <laughs> oh, hello, oh, Mr. Stark. Oh, oh there you go. Yeah. And he's acting. Yeah, guy's got it all, man. One line. Yeah, that's all he's got in him. <laughs> Apparently, the Johnny Depp thing is not true. That he was though he was approached. That's that's the idea. Did I say that earlier? No, I don't know. Well, now I'm saying it. Another source is saying another rumor is that John Hamm. Is a lock for the role of Doctor Strange. Yeah, ah, uh, I can say that. Me yeah. too. I like yep. John Hamm. Uh-huh. John Hamm has, hasn't done a really big, big movie role. 
No. Yet. Like, he's obviously in movies and whatever. He's in the town and yep. various other bits and pieces. He's in the A-Team at the end. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that movie got so crap. Yeah. To, especially towards the end when they're moving the When it cra- became a shell game of, of, of shipping containers. Yeah. 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 Bloody hell. Because surely, if you were the villain, you wouldn't go, oh, no, what have they done? You'd go, oh, that really slow-moving shipping container. That's the one I'm looking for. Oh, they've moved it over there. I'm not an idiot, so I can still see they've moved it over there. You know what I loved about that movie as well? The guy who plays Mr. T. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what that character's name is in the show. B.A. Barakas. B.A. Barakas. He's like, I don't want to... attitude Barakas. <laughs> he doesn't want to... Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. He does... He's like, I don't want to kill anyone. I don't want to kill anyone. It's probably Brian Barakas. It probably like, is. Brian Aaron Barakas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I don't want to kill anyone. I'm not, I'm not down with this. I'm scared of killing someone. And then at the end, he gets over his fear of killing someone by running and grabbing a guy and dropping him on his neck. And yeah. he's like, I've done it. I've done I'm it. back. I've oh, killed someone. Oh, I've made it through. <laughs> I've made it through the darkness and I've found it to the light. Do you remember Remember that movie? Uh, we, it was called Welcome to the Jungle over here. Yeah, I love but, uh, it. In America, it was The Rundown. Yeah. Where uh, The Rock, uh, he's, a, he's a former, you know, sort of uh, tough guy turned good. Yeah. And he and he refuses to use guns. Yeah. Because bad things happen when he uses guns. Yeah. And then people can't get him to use guns. And then his friends get into a sticky situation at the end. And then he uses all the guns. And it's amazing. And it works out great yeah. for everyone. <laughs> yeah. What was he worried about? I he know. He just killed all those you people. He used guns the whole time. That's yeah. a great movie. It is, yeah. Very underrated action movie. Actually talking about a sequel to that as well. Ooh. Yeah, because I think it's one of those ones that's kind of slow burned over time. That's true. Because I remember when that movie came out early 2000s, I was like, if this is what all the action movies are going to be like from now on, yeah, awesome. Absolutely. But it hasn't been like that. Yeah, yeah. They've all been born identity-esque ripoffs. Yeah. And Expendables, yeah. yeah. And also, uh, what have, what's what's The Rock and Sean William Scott and Rosario Dawson done lately? So they're up for a sequel. The Shut Rock's up. done quite a, quite a lot of Shut things. Shut up. Oh, he's in Fast and Furious. He's in the highest grossing action. You bring the Rock in if you want to revamp your franchise. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. The Journey to the Center of the Earth movies, mm-hmm. G.I. Joe, various yep. other bits and pieces, mm-hmm. probably Justice League. Do you, just quickly, do you reckon John Hamm would make a good superior? You know, Mark Miller's, Mark Millar Oh, yeah, superior? okay. Um, I don't think he's big enough. I think he's too old, probably. But superior in that, I know the actor who plays superior in the comic is over 50. Oh, okay, yeah, you're right. Um, so... I kind of feel that character couldn't really exist. Like, there's no mm. combination of this sort of idealized superhero character. Yeah. Plus, he's also an over the hill kind of actor. Maybe if you CGI'd. Okay, tell you what, it would work if John Hamm, the actor, portrayed the actor, and also then when they when he was superior, they kind of CGI'd him to look kind of more comic booky, more comic booky, more kind okay. of glossy, more kind yeah. of yeah. Kind of, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Done. What I'm saying is hogwash. What you're saying is hogwash, mate. <laughs> okay, without CGI. Yeah, exactly. All movies are hogwash without CGI. That's though, probably true at this yeah. point, yeah. <laughs> um, Jamie Alexander. Yep. She's Sif. I know who she is. I'm just letting the Primarily audience... <laughs> from the other episodes of this podcast we've done. I wouldn't have known otherwise. <laughs> but you keep bloody banging on about it. So now I know. What's your point? <laughs> That's it. I wanted to see if you knew she was. Okay, good. No, no. She, she'll appear in episode 15 of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh. So, which... So um, ten people are still watching it. Yeah, that's it. Mm. Well, the, the, the president of ABC, Paul Lee, said that... Um, Paulie. Paulie, yep. Yeah. That there's a few things coming up, namely that. They're going to identify identify the clairvoyant. Okay, Who's, yeah. um, you know, the main overall villain. You've stopped uh, watching it, haven't you? Yes. Yeah. So, uh... Yeah, and if it turns out the clairvoyant is Madam Web, I'm back on board, but it won't be. Do you reckon, I reckon they're going to make it a big Marvel, not big, but a bigish Marvel villain. 
Give me an example. I just read one on comic book movie just today. It's a user-created article, and I apologize to the person because I don't remember who it was. What if it was me? But it was uh, the leader. I think it was the leader. Okay, yep. All right. Yeah. Hmm? But there you go. So, look. Um, He's not really a clever one, though. Isn't he? Nah. Maybe it wasn't the leader. Maybe He's got a big, head. He's got a big yeah, green head. Yeah, it is him. Big green head. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Uh-huh. Who knows? What can the leader do? He's real smart. Cool. Like yeah. us. Yeah, exactly, yeah. No, he's like he's like the Hulk with intellectual. Okay. Gamma, oh, yeah, yeah. Gamma exposure. That's right. He's, he's going to be the end of... um. He's at the end of The Incredible Hulk. Yes. Or he gets the, the thing, the radiation... Radiation? The radiation, sure. Dripped on his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. But um, I didn't know this, but they're still filming Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So they're, they're, they're currently <laughs> filming Agents of... Oh, as they go, right. Yeah, so they're currently filming episode 15. I think they're up to 12 or 13 at the moment. I can't uh-huh. remember. But um, it feels like now that after the backlash of the first nine episodes, people are like, where are all the Marvel characters? Yes, And exactly. now they've slowed, they're like, last week... Why they are had... we just dealing with artifacts? Yeah, episode? exactly. Last week they had a, a, a villain guy, a free... I can't remember what his name is. A freeze kid who could freeze. A freeze kid, sure. His name, his name yeah. is not a freeze kid. He's not a kid of the comic. Mm-hmm. So, I can't remember his name. But uh, yeah, so they're slowly bringing more and more in. They've got... Um, more D-list. They've got villains. Bill Paxton as a... Prominent... Oh, that, that famous Marvel character, Bill Paxton. <laughs> yeah. Again, I can't remember who Bill Paxton's playing, but he's a famous S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. Okay. In it. So, yeah. And I think Lady Sif is the first... Well, you've got... You had your uh, Samuel L. Jackson or whatever, yep. but the first kind of super-powered movie character that they've brought in. Okay. Yeah. Right. That I'm aware of. That's going to shift, like, the power dynamic, though, surely. Yeah. I mean, Sif's basically... All, all the Asgardians are basically indestructible. Yeah. And the villains they fight in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. are just, like... Computer hackers or whatever. So sometimes they're strong guys, though. I mean, sometimes they're kind of strong guys. You're right. <laughs> um, now, he also said that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is designed to appeal to a wider audience as it possible. Is. yeah. Obviously. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming when, if, if this um, Agent Carter show gets off the ground, it will be the same. The Peggy uh-huh. Carter show. Yeah. But uh, apparently, though, the Netflix series, you know, the Daredevil, Iron Fist, um, the other ones that they're doing. Luke Cage, well. sure, Luke yeah. Cage uh-huh. and uh, Jessica, jo- Jessica Jones. Yes. Yeah, and the Defenders. Apparently, they're more for the hardcore fans of the show. Okay. Yeah. Right. But I think if you put some balls into something and you make it interesting... Like a popcorn box. Like a popcorn box. <laughs> like a hole in a toilet wall, sure. Yeah, but it's proven, though, like, shows like the most popular shows, right? Mm-hmm. Or the critically renowned, like your Breaking Bads, your Game of Thrones, and, and your whatevers. Uh-huh. Those shows have substance behind them and guts and they take risks and they do terrible things. Uh-huh. And they're successful for that. Hmm. So, I don't understand why people don't more follow that formula. I mean, I know they're trying to make it appeal to kids, but what kid is watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I don't know. Ah. Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But I mean, people... People don't watch network TV to be, like, gripped and kind of... Well, maybe they... But I mean, just kind of... Yeah. They, don't, they, watch, they watch network TV because it's kind of... You go home and you eat your dinner and you watch network TV. Yeah. And it doesn't surprise you in any yeah, way. I guess that's Not true. I mean, you know, they, they're kind of fun in their own way. Yeah. If I had more time in the week, I maybe I'd watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> but I don't. And you never will. I never will. So our recap episode will basically be me talking about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and you going, that first nine episodes were crap. And then... <laughs> for the rest of it, yeah. <laughs> we are going to do one as well. Great. You better believe it. We'll I'm do that in Arrow. Yeah. <laughs> 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother or sales. I definitely prefer don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, NYX, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weekly planet. Shopify.com slash weekly planet. Cha-ching sound effect. You've probably heard this or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. 
NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less. Close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow, all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off, whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. All right. Uh, we got Batman versus Superman news. I think I know what this news is. I think you do. Yeah. Ben Affleck's out. What? Johnny Depp in. Oh, great. <laughs> no. That's uh, it's been delayed 10 months until 2016. 10 months is a weird... That's a very odd well, if, time period, isn't by it? By bringing it in early May, I think it's May 6th. Uh-huh. I might be wrong. Um, you, you, you kick off the summer, I guess. Yep. Uh-huh. So you're the first big blockbuster of 2016. 2015 is a packed year, though. Yeah, yeah. You've got you, you've got Avengers two, you've got Ant Man, you got Terminator, you got what else? You got there not, no, there's not another Hobbit that Stop year. Stop or my mom will shoot too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yep. There's a, there's a stack. There's mm. another Bond. Yeah, okay. So you know, uh, there's a Jurassic World, there's a Jurassic Park sequel, Ooh. and they're all going to chew into each other's profits. That's true. But uh, the interesting thing is though, they moved it to a date of an unnamed, exact date of an unnamed Marvel property that's coming out on that day. That's rumored to be. Uh, could be a Doctor Strange, could be a Black Panther, could be like another Captain America or Iron Man. Man. <laughs> it's Forbish got a colon on his head. It's not. A, it's not important. Anyway, uh, <laughs> do you think that that means the script is bad, or that? Well, there's a few theories behind it. Okay. There, there is a there's a few saying that it, that it is a mess. Yep. There's some saying it's because they're going to film Justice League. It's a pot and... on his head. It's not a colander. Okay. I'm thinking of Colander Girl, which You're is idiots. his girlfriend. Anyway. I didn't want to correct you. No, but... sorry. <laughs> but um, yeah, that they're, they're filming Justice League and Batman vs Superman together. That's why they're talk- all these cast rumors are floating through because they're uh-huh. doing them at the same time. Mm. You know, which could very well be true. Yeah, it makes sense um, to do it that way. But you know, the, the thing people have been saying is that it's too long between DC movies because when that eventually comes out in 2016 that's three years between DC movies and Marvel are pumping out two a year two a year exactly yeah. um, but the thing I guess and is, mini episodes and minisodes one, one shots <laughs> exactly but the thing is though episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> they've got all the avenues covered got so many avenues but um what was I Agent Coulson audiobooks <laughs> Agent Jake Chisel audiobooks just him getting his dry cleaning yeah what was they saying? I can't remember. Yeah, but the thing is, people are saying, what are Warner Brothers doing with the properties? They're idiots. They're losing money and whatever. Which I guess may be true. But people seem to forget that Marvel only make Marvel movies. Uh-huh. So, there's two Marvel movies a year. That's all that Marvel make. Uh-huh. Warner Brothers yep. make a lot of different franchises and a lot of different movies. I've listed some here, some franchises that are popular, that they, that they'll make, that they do make money on. I'm listening. Um, so you've got your, uh, You've got your Godzilla. Okay, which they might out. make money my, out of. Oh, they'll make money. Mm. Uh, 300. Uh. <laughs> Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Harry Potter. Are they, are they doing another Sherlock Holmes film? No, but they could. Oh, right. Uh, Harry Potter. That's done, right? No, but they're doing Harry Potter spin-off movies. Ugh. Yeah. 
Uh, Nightmare. Like what? I don't know. Okay, great. No, the J.K. Rowling. All these, all these are very up in the air. <laughs> you're just naming things. Nightmare on Elm Street. No. Uh, all the Christopher Nolan productions, most of it. Inception, Prestige, Interstellar. Okay. Watchmen. They could do Watchmen prequels with the uh, after Watchmen or next Watchmen. Remember the comic? Watchmen what's babies, it? yeah. No, you know what's that comic called? Before Watchmen. Before Watchmen. Because it was set before Watchmen. That's right. Yeah. That makes sense. I didn't read any of those. Ah, uh, they were okay. They also, you know, distribute. They don't make, but they distribute the Hobbit, Speed Racer. They the... don't distribute Speed Racer. <laughs> no, they make Speed Racer. They don't make Speed. They made Speed they Racer. They made it. <laughs> yeah. There's not a. They're not. There's not resources being tied up. At Warner Brothers by a guy who's currently distributing Speed Racer. The Matrix films. What are you even talking about? <laughs> Pokemon? No. Osmosis Jones? No, what? That one with the Chris Rocket, he's in the Not human body. Not making any sequels. Swordfish? They made Swordfish? Oh, yeah. Good point. <laughs> the point is, they do make other movies. Yeah, but that's true. But you could also say that about Paramount. Yeah. Don't they... But Paramount and Marvel aren't together anymore, though. Because oh, Dis- a... it's Disney and Marvel. Oh, yeah. So you could, but Disney do make other things. That's what yes. I'm talking about. Yeah, so there you go. You're but an idiot. I am an idiot. But in many ways, I'm not an idiot. And I'll tell you why. Okay. This will be your grandest no, treat of all. This is unrelated. Okay. Remember Nailbiter111 from last week on Twitter? Yes. He writes for Comic Book Movie. He's got a source at DC. Yep. Um, Warner Did Brothers. Did he get fired? Yeah, he got fired. Well, yeah, this is the last piece of news. Some people will doubt this is true. Now, Biter swears it is. Even another um, comic book movie writer said on Twitter to me, "Is like it's bullshit. It's not true. Huh. Why do you believe it?" Do you I'm... think those guys hate each other? Do you think they're arch rivals? Do, yeah. Do you think they're the Jordan versus Bird of comic they book might movie very Twitter well accounts? Well, I think so. Well, when I signed up for comic book movie, uh, was it Jim Jim Little, the guy who runs it? He's a good guy. He goes by Galactus on the website. Uh-huh. He's like. Uh, one of the rules is just don't fight with each other because apparently a lot of the editors used to the editors used to fight with each other. Uh-huh. I'm like, I, the fuck am I gonna fight? Yeah, with? yeah. What am I gonna argue about something like like down at the soda shop? Yeah, like the, somebody like a like a dame like ties their wrists together with a piece of like a like a scarf and then they knife fight in a car park. <laughs> but apparently it happens enough where oh there has to be a rule. rule yeah. So uh-huh. you know there you yeah. go. It's like, the it's the don't stick your head in this microwave. Yeah. of rules. Exactly. Sure. Look, I don't I don't think these guys probably fight. Now, by it's not really the kind of fight. Anyway, what's the there. actual news? Anyway, sorry, it is um. The delay apparently is multifaceted. One of them being budgetary. Okay. Um, because they're not sure whether to put things in like Wonder Woman's Island, okay. which is called Themyscira. Yeah, we looked that up before. We did look it up before. <laughs> yeah, I had some inside scoop on this. You sure did. So they're not sure whether to just mention that or include it because that's a big part of it. Obviously, uh-huh. if they were to make that or even CGI it. Now, the, apparently, the back-to-back. So how sexy to make that island? Yeah, like it's a fine line because if it's just. <laughs> Hot Amazonian women just hanging out. That's a little weird, right? Or really cool. Or really cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you're right. Uh, back-to-back films apparently being considered, but there's no official word at this time. Okay. Uh, if this is true, it seems like they're all over the place on their thoughts on this con- like what where they're going with this, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. They seem confused. Now, a big component that Warner Brother want to use to dethrone Marvel, Marvel apparently, uh-huh. is to, instead of having a post credit scene, yes. to have every movie end with a cliffhanger. Hmm. Who who said this? That this, this is the rumor. This is the rumor. This is the the supposed inside source, courtesy of Nailbiter, who's a mm. good dude. I like him. Okay. I would still stick around for the post credit sequence, though. I would expect it for a. But the, DC don't do that. Yeah. I mean, you can't just start doing it as well either, because then you're clearly just copying Marvel. Right, right, right. I think Marvel have really worked out the formula, regardless of what you think of those movies. They've set them up so well that they're yeah, yeah. all intertwined and they all kind of follow on. But not in a, like 
The movie completely finishes, but can you imagine that every movie ends with a cliffhanger, though? That's not good, is it? Because uh, then you just... It's just a series of movies that don't finish. Yeah, that's actually a really good It's point. just like, like a long-running soap opera. Yeah, yeah. There's no conclusion Also, there. what's probably going to happen is that... Between, because they're so long between films. Yeah. What is going to happen is that the management is going to switch in between, say, the end of Batman vs. Superman and the start of whatever, you know, the, the ambush bug film or whatever. And then it's going to be like, how do we get out of this one? This is this situation. There's no way out of it. And then the management will switch. And they'll go, ah, just flip a switch, whatever. And then it'll, you'll get to the start of the next movie and they'll, they'll you know... The drama will end in two seconds. And ah, it'll be a yeah, completely different yeah. film. And I, I think people will be like, "Wow, we really got ripped off with this one." Yeah, well, it's like the Aliens three thing where they spend the whole movie Aliens yep. saving the little girl and Hicks and whatever, and then she's killed in the in the spaceship crash. Yeah, right at the start. Yeah, yeah, like in the in, before the movie even yeah, starts, yeah, yeah. completely nullifying the previous movie. Yeah, yeah, great CGI alien in that. Though. No, it's the worst. Yeah, it's one. the worst. You know, it's not actually CGI; it's a puppet on green screen. I yeah, it's what I'm, ve- like I'm very well aware that it's a puppet <laughs> on green screen because you can see the green edge. Around. Yeah, yeah. Like we, I don't know if the budget ran out, and they, if the budget was all spent on like, like head shaving or whatever for that film. But... Well, they did pay her a lot of money to shave her head. Okay. Do you remember once I made a bet with you that Bill Murray was married to Sigourney Weaver? No, nope, I, I don't did. remember that. And I was wrong. Oh, okay, I do remember that because I was right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This second part, this other part here, makes more sense, and I think would be better. They also considering doing short films that will play at the end of each film. Starring lesser-known characters. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. That sounds better, I think. Yeah, okay. Everybody's trying to... I've said this before. You can't just Empire Strikes Back everything. Yeah. It doesn't fucking work. Yeah. What good cliffhanger movies are there? There's one. Cliffhanger. <laughs> with Sylvester Stallone. And what's his face from Third Rock from the Sun? What's that guy's name? Joseph Gordon-Levitt. No, the, the guy, other I one. know the guy you mean. John Lithgow. Oh. Yeah, John, John Lithgow. Lithgow. Yeah, that is John Lithgow. It's the one-syllable John Lithgow impression. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Like, there's there's very... Like, maybe the first Back to the Future. Yep. I guess maybe the second one to an extent. The middle Star Wars. That's probably it. Yep. I mean, I'm sure there are other examples, but you can't rely on that. No. It's a terrible hook. And I think it upsets the general It's the Da Vinci Code of movies. Because the Da Vinci Code, if you've read it, nah. which, by the way, is a terrible book. Uh-huh. And the only reason people love that book is because most people don't read. And then they're like, you should read this book. And they read it and they go, oh, this is great. Because you've never read a book. And you <laughs> don't know what a good book is because every chapter ends with a cliffhanger. Uh-huh, yep. And that, they're like, I couldn't stop reading it. It's like, because yeah. you're tricked. Is it, it's, I, I think I've read a little bit. It's one. It's one of the ones where, like... And then Professor Langdon sat down in his chair, unaware of what was going to unfold very soon. It's kind of like that. <laughs> exactly yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not going to work. Don't do uh, it. No. Okay, I would like to see some lesser known characters. Yep. But as long as, I don't know, are they going to put the, the requisite care and attention into these characters? How long are these short films going to be? Like uh, five minutes? Yeah, I guess. Are they going to be like, see again, it's like the Marvel one shots. Yeah, well, that's right, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that would be a cool thing to hang around for at the end of a movie. Okay, you even have them at the start. You remember they used to have like cartoons at the start of movies and that? I was just thinking that. Yeah. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Who did frame him? Judge Doom. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That movie framed Oh, me. that's my Judge Doom impression <laughs> as well. All right. Uh, Judy Dench news. Oh, finally. I know, right? Yep. You saw Philomena. Did I ever? Yeah. You know what happens at the end of that? Don't tell me. Well, after the end of the credits, Nick Fury shows up. <laughs> And they invite her to join the Avengers. And she does? Yeah. What's her skill? 
Uh, Being a dottering old lady. It's pretty much it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love Judy. Tells Dench. a good yarn. Yeah, she does. Doesn't anyway, she? Judy Dench news. Uh, it's said that she might be up for a role in Star Wars as Mon Mothma. Mon Mothma? You remember her? Yeah, from I remember Mon Mothma. Return of the Jedi. Yeah, okay. She's the only other woman in Star Wars other yeah. than Princess Leia. Uh-huh. The original trilogy, anyway. Yeah. That says like he has like a proper speaking role. Mm-hmm. I'd be good to see her back. I mean, that. A character, I what guess. Is, does she have any characterization at all in Return of the Jedi? Well, she's she's another woman in Star Wars, so that's good. That is a bonus. And yeah. she's like, you know, she's oh, wait, like, you're forgetting the blue slave girls. Oh, I with forgot the, big, the blue with the big, slave weird girls. Tentacle heads. Yeah, mm. I'm an idiot, and I'm sure some of those aliens are female. Chewbacca's female. That's not true. I know. <laughs> Ends with an A though, so yeah. you'd be forgiven. Ooh, yeah. Mm. That's not Chewbacca. Yeah, it's not Chewbacca. Chewbacca, <laughs> which is the brand of. Star Wars thing, chewing tobacco. Of course it is. Chewbacco. Chewbacco, yeah. Um, there's another rumour, though. There's a whole bunch of Star Wars rumours. I'm not going to go through them because most of them aren't, aren't interesting. It's things like, oh, the movies are now going to focus on... How Luke's... many lines does Mon Mothma have? I don't know. She, 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 she explains that all the Bothams died to get the, the information. Oh, okay, right. And she's like, this is what you're going to do to the Death Star, Lando. And he's like, you're goddamn so right. So ten lines, probably. Ten lines, yeah. Yeah, at yeah. most. But it's, I... all right, it's, it's, it says something for the progression of those movies. Where they, there's a woman leading the, the Rebel Alliance. I think it's great. It is, yes. Good for George Lucas. Uh-huh. Not sexist. People called him sexist, not sexist, racist after the first one because there was no uh, black people in the first Star Wars. Uh-huh. And then the, the next movie, Lando Carizian, I'm assuming, was brought in to kind of even that out. Hmm. And uh, Billy Dee Williams also auditioned for Han Solo. There you go. Didn't get it because George Lucas is He's racist. racist yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the rumor is that... Um, You've probably heard of the Boba Fett solo film rumour. Yes. I think we've talked about it before. Probably. Yeah. Lawrence Kasdan, the guy who wrote Empire Strikes Back, is writing that. Mm. Lawrence Kasdan wrote a lot of good stuff, but not so much... In the 80s. In the 80s, exactly. That's what people are like, yes, he's back! Lawrence Kasdan wrote, wrote, and I think he might have directed Dreamcatcher. Have you seen Dreamcatcher? Which is an adaptation. He didn't even write that, really. Yeah, well, I guess he probably... I might be wrong on that. Um, That's not a good movie. No. It's kind of like when... Like a really old comedian or something like that joins Twitter. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I'm so excited. He's going to be busting out zingers like back in the old days. And then he's like, what's a, how do I work this? How do I, you know, they'll be, and they're, they're just like responding to people, but they're not adding people. So it's just <laughs> them saying, oh, I've had a really good day. How are you? You know? Is that who in particular you're talking about? I can't think of anyone right now. Gerald Seinfeld. Yep, that's the one. Yeah. Cool. So basically, the rumored story is that this in this Boba Fett story, to wipe out the prequel Clone Wars Boba Fett, who's a clone, they're going to have somebody uh, kill him, steal his armor, and then lead into a kind of man with no name bounty hunter film. Huh. So Boba Fett is again not a clone of Jango Fett and all that kind of stuff. He's a new guy. He's okay. a new guy. So right. that's the guy who would appear in the original trilogy. Interesting. I think it's a great I'm idea. I'm on favor of that. Yeah. If only they could do that with every single other character. <laughs> Like, there'll be a deleted scene where Anakin Skywalker, Walker, Darth Vader is killed, and then he's replaced with another guy in the Darth Vader Just armor. whoever. Whoever, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Yeah. yeah, that would be great. Uh, Joe Johnston is rumoured to direct. Ooh. Now, Joe Johnston, he's directed uh, Captain America, America. Mm-hmm. and a bunch of other stuff. But he apparently, he also designed the character of Boba Fett. And he even asked George... Back in the day. Back in the day. Huh. He, he asked George Lucas a decade or a couple of decades ago... To make, he's like, I want to make this Boba Fett film. And George Lucas is like, no, racism. Yep. <laughs> I'm too busy fixing racism and sexism. There's no time for Boba Fett. <laughs> but yeah, that sounds pretty good to me. Okay, I'm on board with that. Yeah, yeah, okay. If it's true. There's only, there's one continuity error with that, though, that I've picked up on. What is it? Uh, it's easily fixed, though. 
in the special edition of Return uh, Empire Strikes Back, the newest one, uh-huh. they went back and they took out Boba Fett's voice and they replaced it with Tamu. What's his name? Tamawir Morrison. Tamawir Morrison. Yeah, uh-huh. the guy who played Jango Fett. So that's in continuity. Ugh. So I mean that's easily that's an easy fix. Yeah, isn't that's it? true. Yeah, if you just go back to the original. I mean film. they just did it then, yeah. so we can always just reverse it. <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't we? That's it. He'll never stop tinkering with those films. No. Surely. Well, he has to now, I guess, or yeah. to an extent. Mm. Yeah. Before we go on to our next news, Mason, I just Ooh. wanted to quickly thank those people who, um, on iTunes, we said, can you go on iTunes? What happened you? there? Did you just, I, you I, almost choked it down. I almost it? choked it down. On nothing. Yeah, nothing, yeah. You know what it was? It was the emotion. It was the emotion. It was the genuine <laughs> gratefulness. <laughs> it was pr- I've never seen him express an emotion ever. So did my was... eyes bug then? Yeah, I, they It did. felt like they did. Yeah. 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 Uh, do you think that would have been the first death on a podcast <laughs> if you accidentally choked to death on nothing? So also, how do I explain it? I'm in a darkened room. There's nobody else here. And I call the cops and I'm like, hey, listen, my friend just choked to death on nothing. So, do you mind if I still put this online? And they'll be like, sure, whatever. <laughs> nobody yeah. cares about podcasts. They say <laughs> it's right. fine. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but, but, uh, emotion aside, if yeah. I can do that for a minute. If you can get through it. A whole lot of people went on iTunes and uh, ranked us and um, a few people... It, a few people even wrote reviews, which was really nice. That's very nice. Things yeah. like, we're better than the Triple M Breakfast Podcast. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and um, is the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. playing a real plane and all this other kind of <laughs> stuff that we've, that we've talked about. I love it. Yeah, it's really, really good. So we really appreciate that. That's, That's great, um, yeah. We're, the, the stars, have, they've all been like five-star, you know, I thought you were going to say things. the stars have all aligned. They certainly have. been like, you, <laughs> new age hippie, this, we're done, mate. <laughs> But no, the stars have been great. And aligned. Yeah. So, aligned. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, look, we really appreciate that. And if you know, because we do essentially do this in a darkened room. That's to right. No one. So it's nice to. Know yeah, it's nice to. It's it, nice yeah. to hear people appreciate it. And listen. <coughs> so he's gonna choke to death again, guys. Know, right? He's gonna choke. This is gonna be great. <laughs> so yeah, we we really appreciate it. And anyone else, if anyone else wants to do that as well, we again. We would also Very really, exciting, really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. So yeah, hit that subscribe please, button. Please, please do that. Yeah. yeah. Next bit of news. Yep. We had some Judy Dench news. Yes. Now we got some Michael Douglas news. Oh well. <laughs> I'm sure you've heard this. Absolutely. That uh, throat cancer from too much pussy. Yeah. Did you you heard that right? Yeah. yeah. That's why he said he got throat cancer. Yeah. That's not a thing though. Surely. I hope not. If you know what I mean. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey. Hey. <laughs> that can't be a real thing. No. Though. Surely that's not a medical so. no, condition. Absolutely not. Yeah. But anyway, uh, that's not that news. Presumably, I mean that oh. was months ago. Mm. Michael Douglas, so he had a very severe form of throat cancer. Yeah, from all that pussy. <laughs> That's right, from all the... Also, shout out to our, our 14-year-old listener. Oh, was. yeah, we got a, a, a guy... Uh, what's his name? I don't want to say his name because he's 14, so I don't want to put out the name of a, a 14-year-old on the podcast. People can find him. But Anyway, so if you're after any tips for life, straight talk for teens here, you cannot get throat cancer from, from too much pussy. Explicit tag. We can say whatever we want. Okay, you're right. <laughs> You're right. Anyway. His name's Blake. First name's Blake. He's a good uh-huh. guy. Yep. But anyway, thanks, Blake. Now, uh, Michael Douglas will be playing Hank Pym Ugh. in the uh, in the new Ant Man film, which means Paul Rudd is clearly Scott Lang. Yep. So people are some people are very unhappy about this. Not for the Michael Douglas casting. Uh-huh. If you're going to put anybody in a movie, you should put Michael Douglas in every role. Yeah. In everything, he's not like the kind of De Niro kind of or Pacino where they've just kind of like lay down and died. <laughs> exactly. Like Michael Douglas. I mean. Full credit to him, like, I don't know if you've seen, uh, what's the Liberace movie called? Oh, Behind the Candelabra. Yeah, that's a great, great movie. Yeah. He puts his all into that. Uh-huh. He's a, he's still an incredible performer. Yeah. He's not just making, like, old dogs with John Travolta yeah. or whatever. Robert Although he was in Wall Street too, but that's not that's his fault. That's true, no. He was kind of, he was kind of not contractually obligated, but I guess he was 
obligated like well, look it's Oliver we're making a sequel it's, it's Oliver, Oliver Stone. Stone you're not gonna yeah, you're yeah. gonna do it and like they were like I'm sure they were like listen you are you have been this iconic character for 20 years yeah. can you come back yeah. even if it wasn't good I'm sure you'd be like alright fine whatever it's yeah. like, you know let's let everybody work you know let's have the crew do the job or whatever you know that's such a shit movie it really is yeah god mm. good Charlotte Booth performance oh boy is it ever though yeah rides a motorcycle like nobody's business <laughs> Josh Brolin's good though. Yeah. Do do you hate the idea of Michael Douglas being in? Uh... No, it's great. Um. So what? The, what essentially are they saying then that Michael Douglas was Hank Pym yeah. and he was Ant Man like in, back in, in the, like in the back 60s. in the day in the sixties? Okay. Yeah. Which means that somewhere in between Captain America yeah. falling into the ocean and well Iron Man, Iron Man, first Iron Man. yeah. So well, we know that the Winter Soldier was active. During there we then. go. Yeah. Okay. But I'm wondering if maybe they might do a series, or not maybe a series, but um, focus more on that era of Shield. I would like to see that because, like, you know, how they did that X Men First Class, yeah, yeah, something like that, with like a bunch of superheroes in the '60s. Because there would be very little reason for Shield to exist between World War Two and now. Yeah. If they weren't doing anything, that's exactly like it. why would yeah. they? Why they probably wouldn't need to build all those helicarriers. <laughs> And all the billions of dollars worth of technology if the Army and Navy and Air Force can just take care of it themselves. Yeah, that's so, it. So there must have been some sort of big threats in between. I've always... when Before Fantastic Four came out, mm. there was going to be... A, there was a rumour, or there maybe it was just wishful thinking, that the Fantastic Four movie was going to be set in the 60s and it was going to be kind of a groovy kind of 60s. Really? Like, I've not heard like it, that. Because, you know, the Fantastic Four are kind of the, a family, yeah. more or less. It was just going to... The Brady Bunch of superheroes. Yeah, the, kind of the Brady Bunch of superheroes. <laughs> that they were just kind of just going to drop you in the middle. Like, they were going to skip the origin story and be like, here's this kind of groovy family in the, in the 60s. You know? Oh, yeah. And it was going to kind of just be a fun kind of... Was it going to... Not like a parody, but just like a no, fun kind of like a romp. fun kind of action film. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Well, it probably would have been better. It would have been better. <laughs> That's it. That's what I think about every night. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. So I would actually, I'd really like to see what happens then intervening forty years. Cool. More yeah. than forty years. Yeah. There was um, because there there actually is kind of a gap in the actual Marvel universe. Yeah. Because because you know comic book timelines kind of shift a bit. Yeah. Or a lot in a lot of cases. Yeah. So like all the significant events of the Marvel universe happen. They're supposed to happen like ten years ago. Yeah. So like Spider Man becomes Peter Parker becomes Spider Man like ten years ago. Yeah. Fantastic Four. Cosmic Radiation 10 years ago, Iron Man 10 years ago. And then in the 40s, we had Captain America. So that gap keeps increasing. It does, So it's yeah. like, what what do they put in there? And so there was a Generation Lost was kind of like this like attempt to fill that gap. It's oh, not yeah. great, but there's like uh, like some second string characters like Ulysses Bloodstone and all these kind of... Ah. And it, was, it was okay, but there's plenty of room to kind of... Absolutely. I would like is. to see... Maybe, maybe even some original characters I would like to see in that, in yeah. that block, like in that cinematic block. That Definitely, nice. yeah. yeah. Um, I think people do get upset, though, when you take... Also character... 1970s Punisher. Let's throw him in. Oh, definitely. That'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah. I think people do get upset, though, when they take a character and they say Hank Pym is now not going to be next to Iron Man and they're the same age. Right, okay. I think people get, people get upset by changes like that. But I think it's okay. I think it's okay. And we've probably mentioned this before, but... You know, you were saying Kevin Feige you had to explain for a lot of a long time that Iron Man was not a robot; he's yeah. a man in a suit. Yeah, I feel because again, uh, my favorite character growing up was Iron Man, and they did change a lot mm. for the Iron Man, the first Iron Man movie. Like Obadiah Stane wasn't his business partner originally; no. he was a rival that came in and like and then killed know, himself, didn't he, or something? Yeah, he, he shot his own head. It was like yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they they tweaked a lot of a lot of things for that. I mean, obviously they changed the location from you know Vietnam to. To Afghanistan and etc. Yeah. Et but because it was done so well, 
I'm totally okay with that. Yeah. Um, you know, something like Wolverine Origins, less so. But yeah, but it's it's yeah. a matter of doing it but right. But I'm totally okay with. I have faith in Marvel at this point. Yeah, I feel like I can do whatever they want. And I think fine. as well they can do it because most people, and Edgar Wright said this, don't know who Hank Pym is. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So you can really do that, and then that's going to become because he'll if this is successful, he'll become the yeah, iconic yeah. Hank Pym character. Yeah. I also think that if you're a fan of comic books, you're okay with like parallel dimensions and. Mm. And what have you? These don't have the the Marvel comic book. The, the cinematic universe doesn't have to be the same. No, the comic it doesn't. Book of course this not. is a parallel universe. Yeah, exactly. It's fine. Not everything's yeah. going to play out. If somebody's like, "Well, I don't like Hank Pym because blah blah blah," just show them the show them the comic books he's in. Just be like, <laughs> read that. It's, it's better. It's still there. I hate they're, it. They've pasted Michael Douglas's face over yeah, yeah. every, on every yeah, page. Yeah. That's what they do yeah. with um. It used to be when they'd interview Alan Moore. Yeah. They'd always say, like, because, you know, Alan Moore's had a really patchy sort of adaptation history. Yeah. Like, they'll adapt one of his... Super patchy. Like, uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, for example. And for many many years, like, they'd adapt something and they'd be like, oh, what do you think about... What do you think about them changing all your stories and whatever? And he'd be like, well, I haven't changed and they're right here. Yes. He's Watchmen. They haven't, you know, whatever. But then I think it was the point where League of Extraordinary Gentlemen came out. And they're like, what do you think about people adapting your works? And they're coming out really poorly. And he's like, oh, I'm tired of this. (laughs) He's had enough. Yeah, I've had enough of this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Do you think, though, he could now have a... Hank Pym could now have a hand in Ultron? A-Man's apparently not going to appear in Age of Ultron. Uh But Hank Pym creates Ultron. Because one of his specialities, among other things, is is AI. Yeah. Uh-huh. So now it could be that what Michael Douglas has worked on. Yep. Michael Douglas, the, the actor. Yep. <laughs> leads uh-huh. to the creation of Ultron. So they oh, could, so, so they could much, work that in. <laughs> too much cunnilingus is what you're saying. Is is that's, what? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, just led to the creation of Ultron. Ultron. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah. 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 So what do you think of that though? They could work that in. Yeah, Instead of just having Tony Stark do it, is which what it sounds like they're they're leaning towards. They seem to. What it seems to be is some sort of like Jarvis has been. Yeah, gets tweaked corrupted somehow, or, and corrupted, and he or turns a new into version of Jarvis. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. You could put it. Yeah, put put Hank Pym in there. Throw that. Throw him in the mix. It's Why fine. not? But it's weird. Hank Pym's always had, like, he's a he's a very odd genius in that he's got so many bizarre, like it's it's like um like it's AI and size changing technology, yeah, and like anti gravity and like. Entomology as well. Which you, one's that? What uh, insects. Do? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. 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 That is a that is a weird mix. You're right. Like who who is an expert in all those things? Yeah. Mm. That's it. I don't know. We'll yeah. never know. Yeah. Michael Douglas. Yeah, it's Michael Douglas. It's exactly. Michael yeah, Douglas. Yeah, so perfect choice for this role. <laughs> well, I thought maybe we could talk about Ant Man. Let's do it. And I could, or we could, talk tell the listeners and each other about the history of Ant Man, iconic moments, characters who's played him, yep. villains, all that kind of thing. I've actually made a video on my YouTube channel. Mr. Sunday Movies. Yep. YouTube dot com. Right? Dot com. Yep. If you YouTube that. What is Mr. Sunday Movies dot com? I have no idea. I'm going to look it up. If there's, if it's porno, continue speaking. If it's porno, I'm going to laugh in your face. Anyway, I made a video there. It's the longest video I've ever made. It's about nine or so minutes. But God, that's too much. I know, Too right? much for this generation. But it, take, it takes through like who is Ant-Man and what he's all about. Uh-huh. I thought maybe we could, we could talk a bit about that now. Because you know a bit about Ant-Man, don't you? I know enough. <laughs> That's good. I think you're the only person I know who would know anything about Ant Man. Actually, uh-huh. I think about it. Other than Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas, who lives next door. Should yeah, <laughs> nah, uh. he's busy. Yeah, you know what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, it's been such a weird episode. I know, right? <laughs> I blame you mostly. And now, Ant Man, he's a legacy hero, isn't he? Yes. Like the Flash, like, like a Green, Green Lantern, Lantern yeah. sure. Uh-huh. Someone who uh, a family member or somebody else has taken on the mantle across the years. Mm-hmm. 
Um, he's also a founding member of the Avengers. Ooh. A lot of people don't know that, but uh, which I think was Wait, white... Giant Man, maybe possibly. Yeah, I think he was. Giant I should Man. know that. I, yeah. A few days ago, I knew that, and uh-huh. now I've already forgotten. I think that might have been one of the reasons why they were going to go with an Ant Man film originally, because the Ant Man uh-huh. film has been in the works since well, Edgar Wright came on board in two thousand and six. Every time you put up a video talking yes. about Ant Man, you have some Ant Man footage. And it's him, and he's real little, yeah. and he flies across the room, and he hits a guy in the face, and yeah. etc. What's that from? That is some test footage that uh-huh. Edgar Wright did. Yep. Every, everybody always asks me that, where did you get it? And I yeah. can't remember, I found it somewhere on YouTube, uh-huh. and, I, and, I, and I ripped it, and I took it, yep. and it's gone. Huh. So, uh, you can find it, it's somewhere. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Is that why there's black helicopters circling above us? <laughs> They're going to come and take the footage away? I was hoping that was unrelated, uh-huh. but yes. Now, look, he has had a few identities as well over the years. Uh-huh. Giant Man, you mentioned. Yep. Goliath. There's been a few Goliaths as yeah, well. Some some are villains. Yeah, yeah. some are villains. Yeah. Yellow Jacket yes. and uh, the Wasp. Yep. Now the Wasp uh, identity he took on was because his wife Janet Van Dyne. Is that her she name? was killed. Yeah, she was killed. Yeah, uh-huh. and he kind of did that as a tribute to her. Yeah. So he took still on still with the leotard. The high leotard. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Now the, one of the most infamous moments though in Ant Man history was uh-huh. I think he, when he was when he was Yellow Jacket he was designing a robot to make to then go attack the Avengers who yeah because he he fell out of favor with the Avengers yeah. Because he's a real prick. Yeah. Because pim particles can affect your brain. Yeah. Um, which we'll talk about in a bit. But he... Pim particles. Pim particles. You know my thoughts on pim I know, particles. I know your thoughts. So d- dumb. The dumbest of all comic book sides. But the most infamous, infamous moment in, in the character's history is he's like, hey, um, she's like, maybe you shouldn't do this. And he just backhands her. Yeah. And uh, apparently, I mean, he was suffering from a mental breakdown at the time. And I mentioned that in the video and... Yes. Somebody, or somebody in the comments, I think, took offense, was like, that was a really important moment in, his, in Ant-Man history or whatever, and, you know, whatever. Like, I, was not, I wasn't making light of it. Yeah. It's just something that has happened. Uh-huh. And I think that probably was a mistake to make that character do that. Especially in the 60s, where there was a kind of more flippant attitude towards that. So that mm. doesn't hold up now. No. Like, because it, it, was, it was like James Bond in the 60s used to hit women all the time. He'd all the time, but he's a human shield. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. And it was something, I think, that plays more then than it does now. Yeah. And, um, plays is probably not the right word. But... But, yeah, you're right. You know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, that it was more acceptable, yeah, I yeah, guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, they've tried to kind of um, fix that in a way that there's a story called uh, Ant-Man and Wasp, uh-huh. where he, uh, who, when he's playing, when he's the Wasp, when he's taking on the thing, and he, and he set up the, an institute for like, abused women or something like that so I think that he's kind of like I've had a check at history and um, uh-huh. and you know this is me kind of making amends and whatever right, so they've okay. kind of tried to bring it around right, 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 which, yeah. is, which is a good attempt I, uh-huh. you know, I think yeah. but I think that's something they'd rather was not in his history yeah exactly I mean Reed Richards has also hit his wife though like, it's not well, uncommon. that's because she didn't clean the Baxter building correctly. Ah, oh, so. that's right. <laughs> if anything. No, that's... Uh, I apologise. Anyway, to our one female listener. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. But the ultimate Hank Pym in the Ultimate yeah. Universe... Which also, I have not read. Okay, also yeah. kind of a... Kind of a scoundrel. Yeah. No, like a, no he's a real prick, basically. <laughs> why did I... Why did I try to sugarcoat that? He hit, he hit Janet as well. And Did then he? just um, Captain America just beat him up. Good. Like, very severely. Which is, <laughs> you know, well well deserved, I think. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just pulped him. Yeah, good. Yeah. I should read that. That's yeah, one of the ones I haven't read. Mm. Now, his, uh, his, his scientific, scientific endeavours, he's had a fair few, which I'll go through. But a lot of time, they, people say he's done more harm than good. Mm. For example, he created Ultron. That's a bad move. Yeah. But he's Ult- been around for... Who you, you can't get rid of. You cannot kill Ultron, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And Ultron's nearly, or has destroyed the world multiple times. Right. But Ultron also created the Vision, Vision yeah, okay. as a sleeper agent. Uh-huh. So people say he created Ultron, which is bad, but the Vision is a is a byproduct of Ultron, and the Vision's one of the greatest things that's ever happened to the 
to the team and blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> Who are these people? <laughs> Destroy the world versus like pretty good guy. Pretty good guy. <laughs> Looks weird, kind of, sort of naked-ish. Yeah. Sometimes he's green and yellow. Sometimes he's naked. <laughs> it's not a good... Walk through no. walls. No. What's that ever done for anyone? Nothing. Oh, starving children in Africa. What can you do with the vision? I can walk through this wall. To get food? Nah, I just walk through a wall. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, no, it's not, not, a, not a trade-off at all. Yeah. Mm. There's a few people who've taken on the Ant-Man role as yep. well, or his powers, uh-huh. or variations of his powers. Yep. But I'm just going to talk about the other two main ones. Okay. Uh, Scott Lang is yep. obviously the one Paul Rudd's playing. The main man. The main man. Mm. Now, I think Paul Rudd suits this character more because basically in the comics, he's done some time for burglary. Just like Paul Rudd. Just like Paul Rudd. And he stole the Ant-Man technology. Just to, like Paul Rudd. Just like Paul Rudd to save his daughter, just like Paul Rudd. In fact, that's how Edgar Wright hired him. Because <laughs> Edgar Wright's like, I'll do this test footage and I'll just leave the, the Ant-Man suit over here. And then he came in late at night and Paul Rudd was there just picking through all the yeah. steel in the suit. And he's like, you'd be perfect for this. You're the best. Yeah. 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 And Hank Pym basically let, let him uh, let him keep, keep it. Which is weird, take right? Mind. Like imagine if somebody... Because I think he he stole the suit originally because his daughter was... He needed his uh, specific doctor to help his yeah, daughter. Yeah, who was who's been kidnapped. And he's yeah. like, well, I've got a bloody you know, yeah. rescue. I'll use the Ant-Man suit. That's kind of like if somebody stole your car. Yeah. And... He's like, well, I've got to save my daughter. And you're like, you know what? You can have my car. <laughs> no, s- get your own car. Look, I'm glad it worked out for you, but get your own car. I'm sure Hag Pym has plenty of cars, though. That's a good point, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. still. Yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty great. I um, mean, because he's kind of... He's retired... Hank Pym's retired the role a few times as well. Oh, yeah. So maybe it was in that period of his life where he's like, I'm as old as Michael Douglas. That's a good point. Step in, somebody I'm else. I'm going to enjoy my life, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Michael Douglas style. style. Yeah. yeah. Basically, though, he's been through a bit. Um, yeah. He died, and his daughter went back in... Uh, Cassandra, I think her name is? I might be wrong on that. It's Cassie, yeah. Cassie, yeah. Yep. She went back in time and basically brought him back to the to the present. She's got the same powers as him. Yeah, she well. does. Yeah, that yeah. was one of the ones I was referring to. There you to. go. Though she doesn't wear the helmet. No. Uh, the... Another one, Which more got, recent one, yep. uh, Eric O'Grady. Oh, actually, I was going to say with Scott Lang, because I couldn't really remember what he did like prior to going to prison, and so I looked it up. Oh, yeah. He's just an electronics expert, yeah. and he couldn't make ends meet as an electronics expert. I'm doing finger quotes. Electro- what does that mean? Does he work in a radio shack? I, I, I guess, yeah. yeah. I think maybe he's got a... I think he might have a degree or a background in well, it. I don't know. Well, that would but, make yeah. him an expert, wouldn't it? <laughs> it sure would. Would so or wouldn't? No, it would. Yeah. Yeah, okay. You're right. Both of us are my right. previous statement. That's all right. Yep. Eric O'Grady. Yep. He um, most recently made yep. famous by his uh, run in Irredeemable Ant-Man. Yeah. Although when you think about it, Hank Pym's more the Irredeemable Ant-Man. I know, Because right? of the, kind of the, the yeah. wound punching. Like, Eric, yeah. o- Eric O'Grady's not a great guy. Like, he's a pervert. Yeah. Certainly. He should be called the perverted Ant-Man. Because <laughs> he spends most Heaping of... Tom Ant-Man. Most of that... that there's uh, two... Not two issues. There's two volumes that you yep. can get. Basically where he tries to sleep with his best friend's girlfriend. Yep. I won't spoil what happens in all that whole thing. Yeah, if you haven't read it, you should you should read it. It's a good one. Not you in particular. Have oh, you read it? Yeah. Then you don't need to read it. Well, maybe I'll read it again. Not allowed so to. Oh. You got to watch the rest of Agents of Shield. Then you can watch oh, Ant- but I, read oh, Ant Man. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, Agents of Shield, the Brussels sprout of <laughs> comic book media. <laughs> Boo! I don't want to. <laughs> Basically, though, he, he he fights crime kind of when it's convenient or when he's forced to. Right. Like, he's like, shit, I better do this because people are watching. Uh-huh. But yeah, and mostly he despises on women in the shower, though. Great. Like, it's a bit where he goes on a date and the woman's like, get out of here, Ant-Man. Uh-huh. And he leaves and he comes back and just watches her shower. 
Uh-huh. He watches Miss Marvel shower. Yep. Like, it's a whole thing. It's a recurring thing. He's got a real problem. Yeah, and, and in, in other issues... He's the worst possible person to have acquired those powers. <laughs> yeah. And then they... And he basically... He but bo- ultimately, I think any power would have enabled him to do that. Yeah. Like, invisibility, clairvoyance, yeah. flight, doesn't matter. Super strength. Just punch through a wall. <laughs> Just watch a woman in a shower. Yeah. But look, he's not... Apparently, though... Well, not apparently. He's not all bad. He does have some, despite the title, some uh-huh. redeeming qualities. Right. But he's dead at the moment also, I think. He is so, dead, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But he's alright though, isn't he? Well, in comic book terms, he's alright, because you can't kill him. No. Although, legacy heroes, you kind of can kill. But they'll eventually bring him back, I'd Yeah, imagine. definitely, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. There's a myriad of ways you Absolutely. can bring somebody back. Mm. Yeah. Just like real life. Hey, have they revealed how Agent Coulson came back from the dead yet? Yes. I just saw some stills and they're tweaking his brain. But they, they, oh, and they didn't reveal it. They kind of like, this is what oh, they were doing. still. Yeah. But people are like, great explanation. I'm like, they didn't explain it at all. Because they just, they're like, just poking, put, in, they're his poking his brain, right? Exactly. And, and they were wiping his memories or whatever. But it also seems to me it looks like that they were kind of, they may have been also keeping him alive by firing oh, like, things into his brain. Things. Okay. I don't know. I don't care, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. It's probably magic. It's got to be, ma- probably yeah, be magic. Probably Loki. Yeah. They were going to Hiddleston involved. He yeah. would do it. He'd do a he cameo, would. right? He's a good sport. Okay, I'm back on board. If Hiddleston does an episode, I'm back on board. But until then, no. I'm calling you out, Hiddleston. <laughs> Nicest man in Hollywood. You prick. Yeah. Well, I think as well, the show's got to a point where they have to let people know what's coming up in the future so right. people stay watching. Uh-huh. So, like, Sif's coming. Please watch. Right, exactly. Sif it will be in it. So, yep. if he's going to be in it, I'm sure we'll know about it. Mm. Um, he's, got a, he's got powers. Do you want me to talk about his powers? Yes. So, basically, his powers um, stem from his discovery of pim particles. Ugh. And... Basic, which basically can change the size of a person. A person? Or object. Oh. Does that make more sense? Yes. Good. Uh, initially, it was a it was a liquid. Okay, great. You pour onto things or whatever. Fantastic. Uh, next, it was a gas. And I think they're using gas in the movie. Because in the Ant-Man footage, it looks like he's wearing a gas mask. Okay, yeah, yeah. I might All be right. wrong. Uh, then it went to a pill. Uh-huh. And, and then if, if you've got it long enough in your body... Don't do drugs, kids. Don't do drugs! 14-year-old listener, don't do drugs. <laughs> now I feel like if there's young people listening, I can't like... That's in your head. That's in You're my in head. head. Yeah. He'll be fine. Yeah, be fine. Well, we like at 14. We were doing karate. You were doing all sorts of karate. <laughs> skateboard um, tricks. Skateboard tricks. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, after a long term exposure. Bolt shop. Bolt shop. Malt shop. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Malt shop. Yeah. yeah. Uh, basically, if, you, if you're exposed to pin particles for long enough, they naturally occur in your body. That's so vague. Yeah, why not? Does that happen with anything else in the universe? Uh, if you drink enough urine, you'll start producing your own urine. That's about true. That? Yeah. Uh, now it can you, put it... you, you eat too many potato chips, you'll turn into a potato, potato chip, mate. <laughs> That's so it. My mum always said. Is she right? Nah. Yeah. Now it can put a strand in your body, though, not just physically, but potato chips. Yeah, absolutely. Turning absolutely. into a potato chip. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it could put a strand in your body, resulting in a mental breakdown. Which that is happened. What happened? Yeah. <laughs> what has happened. Do you want to know how they actually work, though? Because I know you've got an idea of it. But do you want to? Do you want to hear what I've I? I think of... I do know how they. Do you want to talk about it? Or do you want me don't to talk don't about they put your. Don't they put all your excess mass in an alternate dimension? Exactly. That's yeah. so... Or re- and then retrieve it. Right. Or take Or get mass. additional mass. Or get additional yeah. mass, Okay. Yeah. How, does, how does the pill know where to put the additional mass? I don't know, man. That's a really good point. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's, I guess it's more interesting than just shrinking. It's, yeah, I mean, it right. makes more sense. No, it, it doesn't. make more sense. It doesn't it make any sense. sense. None of these things make <laughs> no, any sense. No, you're right. But don't try and find sense in this. <laughs> I think it's interesting, though. Yeah, yeah. Now... I actually messaged you this week because I couldn't find a definitive answer. I think I gave you bad intel. Did you? Yeah. Okay, so it's basically how small can he get. Yeah. And you said he can't get microscopic. And I found a few things to back that up. 
But I think but that, that's since because I I I've since caught up on um Future Foundation yeah which is the Fantastic Four spinoff yeah and Scott Lang is in that yeah uh, and he goes in the Microverse okay there which you go. is sort of the the uh, so, but I think that's be the Microverse is sort of an invention it's it's like a p- part of the Marvel universe when they had the license for the Micronauts which yep. were like ri- like shrinky. To- this this toy line yeah. and they don't have that anymore so uh, I guess they're okay. like well we can't use the Micronauts who else shrinks yep Ant-Man, Ant-Man let's do shrinks. it and so now he can now he can shrink sub-microscopic so okay there yeah. you go because yeah. they they generally it used to be what started as he can be as big as an ant which I assume is where yeah. the name came uh-huh. from like a quarter quarter of an inch or whatever uh-huh. but it, traditionally he couldn't go as small I think he's use the example he couldn't go as small as the atom yeah. the atom who can like ride a particle of light yeah exactly yeah. like through basically anything because light anything yeah. that light can travel through or whatever like yeah. a force field or whatever uh-huh. um i was gonna say he can get as bad about as big as a hundred feet okay generally that's not very impressive no no but it is it's it really does it does in the interesting thing is though well, it's not necessarily interesting but it's a thing i put this you're, you're all in your head now <laughs> i am i know it's me going that's not very impressive i know now you're like is I, it is it that impressive <laughs> well mason tell me it's not <laughs> But basically, anyway, what's impressive to you? <laughs> he gets uh, this as he gets small, he retains his strength. Yeah. So if you get hit by Ant Man, you when he's small, it's like getting hit with a pretty fit, full grown man. Yeah. So that that hurts. But when he gets bigger, though, the mass means that he's got more. He can lift more. Mm. So at his maximum size, he can go anywhere between you know the smallest he can get to about a hundred feet. It could be anything between that. Uh-huh. Um, as long as his costume doesn't bust and his balls hang out. <laughs> but, <laughs> How embarrassing. I know. Yeah. But, um, I was going to say. But, uh, yeah, and his strength increases, so he can lift about 100 ton. But it's nothing like, say, your Hulk or your Thor or whatever. Uh-huh. But, you know, it, it's pretty good, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You know, right? Yeah. It's also slow when he's bigger. <laughs> Just give up, man. <laughs> I think it's more, I think you can do more with the small than the big, though. Example. Think? We can certainly uh, perving. That's <laughs> there you go. That's, that's the yeah, best example. Yeah, exactly. What else do you want? Case closed. Yeah, but you know, it's it's you can infiltrate and whatever, and you could still take out a room full of guys. Uh-huh. I mean, you can do that as a big guy, but you could kind of do it. Just squish stuff. the room. <laughs> Just squish the room. Yeah, but yeah. Um, now he's also got a helmet which can com- communicate with insects. Useless. <laughs> well, he uses it to disable computers. He can. He's done that and blind his enemies. Uh. And. You know, you know so how else he could blind his enemies? Grow a hundred feet tall, punch their eyes out. <laughs> oh, you mean no, temporarily blind? Temporarily, okay, right. yeah. yeah. But yeah, he's also got a voice amplifier on that mask as well, so if he's smaller, he could be like, Hey, dickhead! I'm over here! Yeah. Great. Yeah. But look, uh, different Ant-Men have like, different things as well. Like, some have robotic arms. I think the, Hank, the latest uh, suit, whatever, the irredeemable one, has robotic he's arms. He's got a robot arms, sure. Jetpack. Robot. He's got like a gun thing in some versions. Guns are pretty sweet. In the old one, he's got like an unbreakable rope. So he'd be <laughs> tiny. He'd be like, he'd, and he could like, there's a picture. He could lasso something. Yeah, where together. he's like lassoing a guy and he's like swigging him around in uh, a circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. No, but on a, on a, like the, the three main Ant-Men anyway, their physical abilities are pretty similar. Uh-huh. Like Hank Pym is an expert at judo. Judo? Is that yeah, really his martial arts? That's art? his martial arts. Right. Yeah. But, uh, they're, they're all got basic hand-to-hand training, I guess. Yep. Well, not more than basic. Like, Scott Lang, I'm, he's been in prison. I'm sure he's got some prison shiving skills. He'd make a shiv. Sure, yeah. he'd make a shiv. That's it. Scott Lang uh, was a... He can sharpen up a toothbrush. Yeah, that's right. Stab a guy with it. <laughs> what was his name? Eric O'Grady was a... Um, well, he's a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. Uh-huh. So he would have had some sort of basic level of training. Yep. So there you go. The intellects, though, they vary quite Boy, dramatically. Boy, do they. Yeah. Hank Pym, obviously, being the smartest. 
what are we talking about? He's got the AI, he's got the Pym Particles. But Reed Richards once said that he knew more about Pym Particles than Hank Pym. Well. So there you go. Bit rude. Yeah, I thought so. Lang is an expert electronics. And O'Grady. <laughs> so vague. Yeah, I know, right? O'Grady. He's got like average intelligence, but he's quite wily. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, and he's got the most advanced Ant-Man suit. Well, at the time when that came out anyway. Mm. So he's got that advantage over. He's got street smarts. He do- does have street And street sharks. Right. Uh-huh. Now, this is where it gets really interesting, Mason. We'll see. Villains. We? Ant-Man villains. There's no Ant-Man villain. <laughs> Ultron. Name one. Ultron. Doesn't count. Okay, He's an Avengers right. villain. I put, down, I put this in my video as well. The most interesting ones. Is it a swarm of ants that he can't control with his ant powers for some reason? Yes. And he's like, I'm trapped with ant. There's, there's, I'm sure there's dozens and dozens of Ant-Man like front covers or whatever. Yeah. Where he's just being attacked by swarms of ants. Yeah. He's like, my ant powers aren't controlling these ants. What'll I do? I know, I'll grow to a normal size and I'll be fine. Oh, I'll be fine, yeah. yeah. Eric, there's an Eric O'Grady life model decoy. Correct. He's able. Yep. Egghead. <laughs> egghead. But not not the good egghead that we all know. Not the, the DC DC's egghead. egghead. I, I right. mentioned that in the video Vincent, as well. Vincent Price's egghead. Vincent Price's egghead, egghead yeah. Uh. But he's, you know, he fa- a lot of time he goes up to... I really wish, and I may have mentioned this before, when Dark Knight Rises came out, that it turned out... <laughs> What's his name? Tom Hardy was playing Egghead. Yeah. Because they never mentioned in the previews. They never say, here comes Bane or whatever. That's true, yeah. What if it was Egghead? It looks more like Egghead. He <laughs> does look that like That would be Egghead. so good. I would have seen that movie 10,000 times by now. As opposed was... to the one that you saw it? Yes. The ones that you saw. You seen that movie once? Probably. Yeah. Once or twice. Yeah. Look, but he faces like organizations like AIM and HYDRA and, and people like that. And you know, when he's in the Avengers, he fights whatever the, the Marvel villain is that week. Uh-huh. So they kind of Sometimes rely on... Sometimes Ultron. Sometimes Ultron. They rely on that more than his, his rogues gallery, because his rogues gallery is pretty shit. Nobody's got a good rogues gallery. Except for Batman. Batman and Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh-huh. Superman's is alright. It's alright. Fantastic Four. It's got Doom. Ah, uh, pretty much just Doom. Well, you got Doom. It's got Annihilus Galactus. Oh, yeah, Galactus. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it's pretty much Spider Man. Yeah, that's where all the that's all it. the artist, yeah. art budget went. Yeah. Well, Hank Pym also he was um he was pro. One might say that Henry Pym is his own worst enemy. Oh, uh, yeah. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I was going to say his own worst enemy were also half of the, half of the Avengers. That's because, a really good point. Do you remember the Pro Superhero Registration Act? Boy, do I. Yeah, he sided with Tony Stark and being... A bit rude. ...being for the Registration Act. Uh-huh. And basically, these are his contributions to the Civil War storyline. I know story where this line. is going, but I, ready, Yeah, yep. so basically, uh-huh. he helped create a Thor clone... I remember that. ...which killed Goliath. Robot Thor, yep. yep. Uh-huh. ...which accidentally killed Goliath because it was a psychopath causing Spider-Man to switch sides... Bunch of other guys. Hammer through the head, if Hammer, I recall. No, no, I think it was blasted to oh, the okay, chest. Right. And uh, Sue Storm left Reed Richards huh. to switch sides because of this cybernetic cl- clone huh. of Thor. Uh, who I think is then killed by Hercules. Yep. I think. Then, at the end of it, he, or at some point along the line, he was replaced by Hulk, Hulkling, who's a shapeshifter. Uh-huh, yep. And so he's off captured somewhere or knocked out or whatever, I can't remember. And Hulkling, as Hank Pym, disables all the security guards to the uh, the negative zone prison where all the, the superheroes are being kept that are against registration. Hmm. And then the big fight breaks out. So those were his contributions. What an asshole. And then he was named Man of the Year by Time magazine for technological advances during the events of the Civil War in the Marvel Universe. He was huh. Man of the Year That's for weird. that. That's weird. Yeah. You'd, and what you'd have to do is you'd have to... Presumably you'd have to go to the actual, the real Time magazine and say, hey, we're going to feature you in this comic book. Yeah. Uh, we're going to make the man of the year a wife beater <laughs> who created some sort of horrific 
technological magical being that murders people and results in the deaths of hundreds can he be man of the year and they're like whatever yeah sure it's comic books we're, gonna, we're, 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 we're knee deep in Walter Mitty so yeah, we, so we, don't, we don't even care yeah um, you know what happens at the end of Walter Mitty like yeah. after the credits what Nick Fury shows up and he gets Walter <laughs> Mitty to join the Avengers because he's got his imagination powers they just need a guy I who... do that for every movie now okay good yeah, yeah. they just need a guy who can tune out for long periods of time yeah exactly Great. Works against mind control. Yeah, that's he's not it. paying attention. Now Edgar Wright has uh, uh, mentioned that this. Well, he's tweeted a picture from an episode of uh, Avengers: Earth Mightiest Heroes, mm-hmm. with uh, the Ant Man suit being stolen. And that basically that episode, which is episode I can't remember, I think it's six, five or six. The story is that Scott Lang steals the suit to get money to save his kidnapped daughter. There we go. So I'm assuming. Well, that people is, assume that, that, is that, the, that is that is roughly the, the story. Okay. So which would then bring. Um, the two Ant-Men together. And it's also the first appearance of Luke Cage and Iron Fist in that particular TV show. Okay. Which could also, I don't know, they could actually bring them in for the for their own their own shows are starting. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, their own shows are starting next year. So yeah. maybe they could tie that in possibly at some point. I hope so. Yeah. Now, it's said to involve a team-up between the two Ant-Men. This is all about the Ant-Men movie. Okay, right. Did I tell you that? No. Nah. Did I mention that? Yeah. Um, there's no strict villain, apparently. It's all about the technology. Well, it is, and it doesn't have one. Yeah. So... <laughs> The villain, like, being a result of the technology, they, they uh-huh. said. It's a heist film. Ooh. A crime action genre Ooh. that happens to have an amazing piece of hardware, yeah, technology. Okay. okay. And some say that Michael Douglas could be the villain. Michael Douglas, the actor. Michael <laughs> Douglas, the actor. Right. Will fight Hank Pym as Michael Douglas. Interesting. <laughs> I mean, Michael Douglas as Hank Pym. Interesting. Yeah. Do you think people, if that was the case... Yep. Like, I'd imagine it'd be like an Obadiah Stane situation in the first Iron Man. Yep. Because that's what they're saying, saying that we want to make it similar to Iron Man in that sense. Uh-huh. And Obadiah Stane is a result of the Iron Man technology. The difference being, Obadiah Stane was always a villain. Hank Pym has kind of briefly dabbled in villainy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Not intentionally. Yeah. Do you think people would accept that? But certainly that? not well. <laughs> no. Uh... I think, like, I'm a big fan of the heist movie generally. Yeah. I hope that it's a better transition to villainy than it was in Iron Man, which I enjoy, but he yeah. does just go crazy for no reason. Really. Yeah. He's like, he puts the suit on, he's like, I'm going to murder everyone in the world. <laughs> Why what, wouldn't I? He was already selling stuff, wasn't he, at yeah, the yeah, start? Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, but you're right, though. It was a very severe, like, shift of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get away like... with arms dealing. You can't really get away with... <laughs> First-hand murder of people in a giant metal suit. You're right. Yeah, I love a good heist movie. Yeah. I'm on board with that. Do you think... Uh, I hope there will be more. Which, I we, we, we talked about Super Crooks. I think we have. Yeah. Which yeah, yeah, the yeah. super villain heist movie. That'd be great. Yeah. Also, the... I don't know. I'd like to see... I'd like to see... Uh, we talked about the, there might be a Sinister Six movie or something. Yeah. Like, well, I think that's where yeah. we, it came uh-huh. out. Where you said make yeah. it like a Super Crooks. Yeah, because uh, Marvel, Marvel Max, which was their sort of... More mature age. How many X's are on Max? Just the one. Damn it. I know, right? They've gone with simplicity. Uh, there was a series called The Hood, and he sort of became a, a big-time sort of Marvel crime villain. He was just this kind of... Lo- this I know thug. The Hood. Yeah, he's, he's, he's sort of a thug, one. and he just a generic thug, and he found a magical hood that gave him superpowers. And there was this sort, it was this sort of uh, mini-series where all these villains were out to kill him, and it was really... It was all villains, and it was, it was yeah. great fun. So, What's that called? The Hood. Uh, I'm going to mm. check it out. You should. Yeah. Mm. Um, let's... That wasn't really going anywhere, but I, I just wanted to get that thought out. <laughs> I'm reading some Daredevil at the moment, the head and the hood's in it. Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. Do you know any good Ant-Man stories that we could recommend to our listening people? Well, probably all the great ones from the 60s where he's just... Well, I put them here. Just right? where he's just fighting ants. He's like, the ants! They can't stop the ants! How will I stop my ant-controlling helmet isn't working? Ugh. Uh, but 
We had a thought there. I have some others, but well, there's we'll... tales of the. I, I put these down. Yes. I haven't read these, and I right. never will. But these no. are the first appearance. The first appearance of Ant Man is in something called Tales to Astonish, number yep. twenty-seven, uh-huh. and that's for and uh, the Scott Lang is Marvel premiere forty-seven, uh-huh. and that was from nineteen seventy-nine. That one, right? So you can go back and read them. Don't though to read the origins. No, but uh, do you want me to go through mine and then you go through yours? I'm just going to say that if you if you want some. If you want some stories where people just speak all their exposition, then maybe listen. I'm going to use my ant powers. I'm going to shrink to a tiny size. This, this is his thought. This yeah. is his thoughts. I'm going to, I'm going to use my pimp particles to shrink down to a tiny size. Sometimes they say it out loud, though. Yeah, sometimes they just say it out loud. <laughs> yeah. And there's like a female character who's a nurse or something. He's like, oh, he's so brave. That's a thought. But he's so brave for shrinking down. Um. Well, I don't know. I find that the primary... Uh, the, the, there's a lot of good stories that have Ant-Man featured in them. Yes. But not necessarily solo stuff. A- Alias, agreed. for example. Yep. Uh, he's in. He's never real. He's never really Ant-Man in it. But Scott Lang. Yeah. Is is dating at one point Jessica Jones in the series Alias, which is just a fantastic series generally. Yeah. Like if you, I think we've mentioned it before, but yeah. if you haven't, if you haven't, I have read not that, read that. Sorry. Pretty fantastic. Yeah, so get into it. Yeah. Um. What else? Oh, and also, uh, as I said, I've caught up on Future Foundation. Yeah. Which start that from the start. It's sort of a. It's a spin-off of Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's sort of. Reed Richards is sort of dissatisfied with, you know, maybe what the Fantastic Four is doing, saving the world. He could be doing, he feels he could be doing more, so he sets up the Future Foundation. More stretching. More stretching, certainly. But it's more of a, it's more of a scientific think tank. They get into adventures, but like Spider-Man's in it and Doctor Doom and... Oh, great. Uh, Christoph and all these sort What of, year did this start, roughly? Uh, like, 1962? Yeah, 1962. <laughs> it's been running parallel with the actual Fantastic Four for... 50 years. It's weird that nobody ever mentions it. Uh, what are these, uh, 2000, quite recently, okay, 2009 cool. or something. I'll check that out. Maybe, maybe even later that. Right. Uh, it's really good, really solid. Uh, and I think uh, Matt Fraction is writing it currently, and he's a great writer. So, is he? Yeah, it's good. Have you met him? No. One day. Matt Fraction? Yes. That's a great name. Sounds like well. a fake name. It does. Yeah. yeah. Well, look, this one isn't a comic, but uh-huh. if you check out that, I've written down the Earth Mightiest Heroes episode, uh-huh. which that story may be based on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's episode five, Ugh. but Hank Pym does... Someone's got egg on their face. That's you. it, I know. But Hank Pym, though, I haven't seen a lot of that series. Uh-huh. My brother, oh, I think I mentioned last week, as I said, he really enjoys it. It's cancelled now, but um, which a lot of people weren't happy about, but Hank Pym is a recurring character through that. And my brother says that his inter- the interpretation of that, he's really, really interesting and a really good character in that. Hmm. Irredeemable Ant-Man we mentioned that's fun is, that's fun is, is pretty good uh-huh. now what's interesting about that is that's written by Robert Kirkman who did The Walking Dead yeah. and Invincible and Invincible Your favorite that's, I love Invincible mm. I'd love to see that one day it's never going to happen no. but it's more it's definitely more tone, tonally and it's more like Invincible than it is Walking Dead obviously yeah, yeah. it's kind of uh-huh. wacky and hijinks uh-huh. and you know kind of tongue in cheek and, and whatever so uh-huh. yeah it's, it's definitely a good read um, I haven't read this one but it's called Ant-Man Season 1. You know, the Season 1 kind of retelling kind of oh, series okay, that they right. did. Okay, yeah. It's basically, it's a retelling of his origin. So oh. if you want to know anything about... When did that come out? Recently? Oh, yeah, recently, yes. Oh, okay, right. They, so, they did a whole bunch of So them. it's sort of a tie-in. Yeah. Did they get a whole bunch of future movie Marvel properties and... Probably. Chuck them out there? Yeah, yeah probably. probably. Yeah, there's a Thor one and uh-huh. I think there's a bunch of other ones. Mm. But apparently it's not great. But I think if you wanted to read an Ant-Man Origins... That That'd might be, be the one to, to go with. I mean, we have covered it all, obviously. We sure have. In a professional manner. Yeah. Yeah. Ant-Man and the Wasp, which I just read this week. Oh, yeah, which is his... Uh... Which is Hank Pym teaming up with Eric O'Grady. Hmm. And uh, they basically need to save... Like, Hank Pym has created heaven. Okay. Because he doesn't believe it to exist. Right. And uh, Eric O'Grady does. Just, for wow, he's reason. got another... <laughs> he's got another... Heaven architecture. That's yeah, another I know, right? Skills. 
Wow. And, and basically Goliath, who was killed in Civil War, uh-huh. is in he- this version of heaven. Yeah. And it's about, and it's been stolen and for whatever reason. It's, it's a good read. It's, it's not amazing, uh-huh. but it, it's, it's okay. okay. It's pretty good. Civil War, I mentioned. Yep. He's not in that a lot, but he's, uh, Civil War's, if you want to get a really brief general idea there's of There's a lot to get into Civil War. A, that, a was a, that was a years long yeah. kind of saga. There's, yeah, and there's all sorts of spin off. There's no way to chip into that, no. I don't think. But no, I think you can, I think you can read Civil War on okay. its own as a standalone. I've got a copy of it if you want to borrow it. You no. can't. Oh. Good, didn't want to. <laughs> but that, there's a bit of Ant Man kind of stuff in that. Not a hell of a lot. Mm. Like you said, the kind of big, you know, Ant-Man stories are usually him with somebody else. Yep. And lastly, uh, Age of Ultron, which yeah. is kind of an obvious one. Mm-hmm. But uh, he doesn't he feature heavily in it. But he obviously... Just him at the start, one first panel, <laughs> just going, whoops. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Like, he, he is in it, and it's, it involves time travel, so it's... At him. least I didn't hit my wife this time. <laughs> Yet. Yep. But uh, it's, you know, time travel and whatever and uh-huh. and all that kind of stuff. And he is in it. He's in it quite a bit. He's kind of more towards the middle and towards the end. So, and there's a lot of people talking about Hank Pym and the reasons why he's the worst and, and whatever. <laughs> there's a lot of that. Yep. So, read that. Also, if you want to get a night, or, you know, if you want to know a bit more about Ultron as well for the upcoming movie, that's a good one to read as well. Mm-hmm. Again, not really a Hank Pym story, but features... It's it's a lot of Wolverine in that one, actually. They'd like to add yeah. in a lot of Wolverine. Yeah. That's pretty much it, Mason. We did it. We did it. We did again. it once again. Yeah. Who knew we'd pull it out again? You didn't have your flip out. I didn't have my flip out. Hang on, what can I get angry about? Judy, and... Judy Dench's Mon Mothma? No. I'll save it up. All right, good. Yeah, it's going to be great. Episode 20. Yeah. Yeah. Multiples of four. That's the one. If you'd like to hit us up, uh, get in contact with us, we've been getting some lovely emails and tweets and texts, text messages. We haven't been getting any text messages. Zero text messages. I mean, we have, but from friends and acquaintances. Who don't watch the show. Who don't listen to the podcast at all, yeah. 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 But other stuff, like, hey, do you want to go to the movies? Yeah. Or, hey, do you want to get lunch or something? Yeah. And we're like, no. Yeah. Because we've got podcasts. We've got podcasts yeah. to do. But if you do want to get in contact with us, uh, weeklyplanetpod at Gmail, on Twitter, uh, Facebook page. Yes. Check that out. That'll keep you updated. But if you really uh, want to follow us in particular, mine is Mr. Sunday Movies on Twitter and Facebook and my YouTube channel. Mine's at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter. I don't really tweet, though. I apologize for never actually tweeting when people <laughs> people have been nice enough to follow me. I don't. Cool. I'll get to that, though. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, like hit, but the best way, if you want to keep in contact... Email us on the Weekly Planet thing or hit us up on Twitter um, is the best way to do that. And again, thank you to the people who did the iTunes thing. And if you want to also do that, please do because it would really help the show in a big way. In some vague way that we really don't. I don't understand how iTunes works. But everybody says that at the end of a podcast. They're like, this would really help us if you subscribe and... and... <laughs> And, I'm, and we, we're just repeating that. I yeah, guess. I guess so. Yeah. yeah, it can't hurt, can it? What if we keep doing this and then just a guy from Apple shows up with like a big check, <laughs> like a big novelty check one day? Then we'll know we've made it. Who's the CEO of Apple currently? Steve Jobs. Oh, Zombie Steve Jobs. Oh, okay, yeah. that's good. Yeah, yeah he's back he's in, in a big way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna go watch uh, Rick and Morty. You said Rick and Morty, the no, show. I've heard it's good. It's though. such a fucking good show. Free on YouTube. Yeah, it is. It's oh. free on, yeah, if you guys want to watch a kind of cool kind of new sci-fi show, it's the Dan Harmon and another guy, the guy did Community, created the show. And it's so strange and funny. It's, it's great. All right. It's kind of like, remember when Futurama came out? It was like, this is the weirdest fucking thing I've ever seen. Oh. In like the early 2000s. It's like that, but like now. Huh. It's so bizarre and so Interesting. funny. Interesting. Yeah. So definitely check that out. I will. Thank you to Gabriel Bruton for the theme song as the well. The Brute. The Brute! He's great. What a good guy. Thanks everyone. Next week we're going to talk about Probably 
Michael Douglas's sexual prowess. Yeah, oh boy. Is an hour going to be enough? Who knows? <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. See ya. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.